the internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. Skypilotradio.com. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Using free speech to free minds. It's the David Knight Show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the David Knight Show. Harrison Smith sitting in for David the sun is rising on the 7th of August, 2019. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for joining us during the anniversary, everyone. It is one year, more or less, since InfoWars was absolutely removed off the entire internet. We are celebrating by passing the savings on to you, the anniversary sale, because truly it is by you going to InfoWarsStore.com, by supporting us, by sharing our information, by uh, just telling people how you feel about what has happened to us. That has allowed us to not just survive this last year, but actually thrive. We're still hiring new people. We're still building new studios. We're still starting new shows. And I suggest you stay tuned to The David Knight Show uh, for the rest of this week to get some more updates on some uh, exciting developments in that respect. So we just want to thank you for being here with us. We want to uh, thank the powers that be for proving us right time and time again. Uh, Every prediction we've ever made about uh, the censorship coming down the line, the ability of the corporations and the big tech and pharmaceutical companies and big media and the government to all come together in a fascistic celebration of the destruction of free speech. Thank you for proving that we were not crazy, we were not making it up the whole time. It was, in fact, exactly what you were going to do. We, we we couldn't have done it without you, folks. And so, uh, I, I'm just I'm glad to be here. I'm I'm honored to be here, and I'm excited to be showing you some very very information, uh, uh, in, uh, very interesting information. The rest of this show, I have all sorts of headlines that you will uh, want to hear about. I have some. Uh, a wide selection of videos that you will not find anywhere else and that really break what's going down uh, in the world right now. It, it, it gets broken down quite well through some of these video clips. And right now I'd like to go to this very special video clip. This is Alex Jones, and this is just a little little montage put together by our friends at Super Deluxe, and I'd like to play it for you in celebration of the one-year anniversary of Alex Jones and InfoWars. Take it away, Alex. I'm a lover, and that's why I'm a fighter. I'm Alex Jones in Austin, Texas. I'm just an average fighting Texan. I'm a man. I'm a Canadian. I am a Christian. I'm a Jew. I'm friendly. I'm nice. Ugh. I'm a white guy. And I'm ready to kill. I'm a primitive. I'm like a raccoon in the garage. I basically uh, am a fraud. I'm for real. I'm a policy wonk. I'm a patriot. I am 1776. I'm liberal. I'm here to date your six-year-old. I am twisted. I am wicked. I am weak. I'm part of this planet. I'm kind of like an eyeball or maybe a tooth. I'm somebody that didn't even used to cry at my grandparents' funerals. I'm a little chicken neck bastard. I'm a coward like you. I'm a Nelly. Uh. I'm getting back into weightlifting. I'm going somewhere. I'm going to be somebody. I'm a Marine Corps. I'm under chemical and biological attack. I'm pissed. I'm red-blooded and I hate murderers. I'm evil. I'm like a mother who can pick a car up off their baby because it's screaming and begging for help. I'm a reptoid clone of John Wayne 
uh, and Elvis. I'm in a scientific matrix grid in the early phases of being inserted into an extermination system. I'm a pioneer. I'm an explorer. I'm animated. I'm a throwback. I'm here. I'm setting fires everywhere. I'm not an open-minded person. Yes, folks, that's my boss, Alex Jones, and uh, what, a, what, a, what a great boss it is. There we go. You know, I'm, I'm upset because they, they didn't use any uh, footage of him with a beard. It's all old footage. They need a new one. He's still doing the same stuff. He's still being as entertaining and as informative as he ever was, and I hope just to uh, hold the, the smallest of candles up to the uh, burning inferno that is Alex Jones as I try to... Uh, entertain and inform you here in the remainder of the David Knight Show. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com to support what we do here. When we get back, I'll give you some of the uh, top headlines of the story, break them down a little bit, and uh, 30 minutes from now, I'll be opening the phone lines. I'd like to hear from you. Find InfoWarriors out there, what you think. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Lady L. And you are listening to my radio station on Sky Pilot Radio. Check me out. I love you all. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is The David Knight Show. Harrison Smith sitting in for David Knight, 7th of August, 2019. We'll be talking about uh, a whole large swath of information today, but uh, obviously the top story continues to be the shootings, the mass shootings that took place this weekend and the fallout from that, including the uh, sudden uh, universal acceptance of so-called red flag laws and uh, more information coming out about these shooters. We'll go over all of it. But first, here's Paul Joseph Watson with his breakdown of the shootings this weekend. America suffered two mass shooting tragedies this past weekend. One was carried out by a right-wing extremist and the other was carried out by a left-wing extremist. The El Paso gunman said the Republican Party was terrible. He also supported universal income, universal health care and was an environmentalist, which are all left-wing positions. However, he did hold far-right extremist views on immigration and that seems to have been the overriding motive behind the attack. So it is accurate to call him a right-wing extremist. Despite the shooter writing in his manifesto that his beliefs predated Trump and were not inspired by Trump, many on the left rushed to exploit the tragedy for political grist by blaming it on President Trump. Yeah, one problem with that, if you're going to hold Trump responsible for the El Paso mass shooting, you're going to have to hold Elizabeth Warren responsible for the Dayton mass shooting. Because the Ohio shooter supported Elizabeth Warren and said he was going to vote for her. He also described himself as a leftist who wanted socialism. He expressed praise and sympathy for the Antifa terrorist who attempted to firebomb an ICE facility, calling him a martyr. He invoked Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez as constant concentration camp rhetoric. He tweeted, vote blue for God's sake, retweeted Bernie Sanders numerous times, retweeted Antifa accounts numerous times, retweeted right-wing watchers Jared Holt, and tweeted, quote, kill every fascist. He was a left-wing extremist. See, this is why I don't rush to politicize tragedies like a lot of shameless grifters out there. As soon as you start playing the blame game, it blows back in your face. Gotta wonder how many more domestic terrorists are going to turn out to be followers of Prison Planet before he realizes his words have bloody consequences. Gotta wonder how many mass shooters followed Mike's Stuckberry. Oh, the most recent one. Awkward. And you liked his comment. 
Again, awkward Mehdi Hassan. After El Paso, we can no longer ignore Trump's role in inspiring mass shootings. The Ohio mass shooter responding to Mehdi Hassan. Arm, train, prepare. Again. Awkward. We need to call it out. Fox News is a hate-for-profit machine that gives a megaphone to racists and conspiracists. Yeah, maybe not the best time to be grandstanding about extremism when the dude who literally just killed nine people is your biggest fan. Awkward. Many of the same people pointing the finger of blame at conservatives for El Paso scrambled to delete their tweets that the Dayton shooter had interacted with. After today, there is no longer any room for nuance. The president is a white nationalist terror leader. His supporters all of them are by definition white nationalist terror supporters the MAGA hat is a KKK hood and this evil racist scourge must be eradicated from society so under that logic when one Islamic terrorist blows himself up all Muslims are to blame right replace Trump supporters with Hispanics in that tweet And it could have been lifted straight from the shooter's manifesto. The answer to extremism isn't more extremism. The fact is that we have a huge problem with violent political extremism on both sides. Antifa and white supremacists are two sides of the same coin. Both obsessed with identity politics, both racist and both think that violence is a legitimate means to advance their cause. But only one side not only doesn't disavow extremists, but actively encourages them. Only one side literally runs softball pieces on major news networks praising political extremists. If you openly support Antifa, a terror group that uses violent extremism to advance its political agenda, you don't have the moral high ground to lecture anyone else on violent extremism. After these mass shootings, one by a right-wing extremist, one by a left-wing extremist, only one side of the political spectrum immediately rushed to exploit the bloodshed to push their agenda. And it wasn't President Trump or his supporters. Mass shootings happened before Trump, and they'll happen after Trump. The cause isn't Trump. Is this really going to be solved by passing the right gun control laws, or is there something far deeper wrong with American society. Young men are growing up in a culture that has lost faith in itself and offers nothing but meaningless nihilism. A neoliberal dystopia that indoctrinates young people to shun authenticity, community and family in pursuit of vapid consumerism and fleeting fame. A culture that informs narcissism-prone young people that anyone can gain instant notoriety by generating controversy. A society that has normalised and accelerated the evisceration of the family unit and faith. A culture that celebrates serial killers. A news media that gives mass shooters the ghastly fame they crave. What else could this society produce than atomised desperate losers whose only recourse to a life of relentless mediocrity is to lash out in violence. We also have a generation of young white men who are being told by society and the culture that they're to blame for all the world's historical and contemporary evils. Is that message going to decrease or increase the likelihood of these young white men being lulled into resentful extremist ideologies? If you completely disenfranchise young white men and basically tell them they're a cancer on society, some people on the fringe are going to respond to that with violence. Is deplatforming and censorship the solution? We've had a solid year of deplatforming and censorship in the name of stopping hate and violence. Did it stop hate and violence? Or did driving such ideologies underground where they can't be challenged or red flagged 
actually make hate and violence worse. The El Paso gunman was driven by his concern over the demographic replacement of white people. Why is it okay to talk about the demographic replacement of white people so long as you're celebrating it? But then if you express any concerns that it might have some negative consequences, suddenly you're in league with mass shooters. Is it better to have that debate out in the open or drive it underground, where extremists who become radicalised by it can't be monitored. And is it really a good idea for the culture to celebrate an entire race of people dying off? Or is that racist and bigoted, and is it fanning the flames of extremism? White supremacism is a scourge. Anti-white racism is a scourge. Both feed and sustain each other. Both have to be challenged. Left-wing extremism is a scourge. Right-wing extremism is a scourge. Both feed and sustain each other. Both have to be challenged. Violence needs to be vehemently disavowed by all sides and never legitimised under any circumstances. That's Paul Joseph Watson. Excellent report, as always. Folks, let me give you a little... uh I'll give you a couple little headlines here at the end of this segment. Uh, this one I mentioned yesterday. In fact, I mentioned a, a different story, but similar. This story is from the dailymail.co.uk. Exclusive student 18 left with collapsed lung after jeweling. If you don't know what jeweling is, they're these uh, small, um, convenient, pretty cool looking little uh, vaporizers for uh, nicotine packs. Uh, it actually is a, the company was founded by um, retired or, or, uh, formerly uh, Apple's design team that is designed by Apple and uh, they're incredibly popular. I remember knowing that it was going to be popular when my, uh, when my cousins who were in high school used the term jeweling as a verb and I'd never heard of it before. And I thought, all right, well, if the, if the kids are into it, this will be the next big thing. Sure enough, they're incredibly popular now, but this kid, this 18 year old college student, his lungs collapsed and they say it's due to damage from the toxic chemicals in the mint jewel pods. On average, he said he vaped about one jewel pod every two days. And so each pod is about a pack of cigarettes worth of nicotine. Uh, and so one every two days is not uh, an extreme amount, I would say. And yet he woke up, uh, his lung hurt, and it turned out his lung collapsed. They had to have emergency surgery to reinflate it. Uh, this is a quote from the article. It says, quote, it was completely abrupt when they did the actual major surgery to reinflate my lungs, the surgeon said, whatever you've been smoking has been leaving these black dots on your lungs. The surgeons were able to repair the hole, but those black dots will likely take years to heal and may never entirely disappear. A recent Yale University study found that the chemicals that give jewel pods their flavors combine when heated to create toxic chemicals that aren't disclosed in their uh, on their labels. Of course, the chemicals that are included on their labels are uh, things like formaldehyde and uh, weed killer and other toxic uh, substances. The idea that this is just perfectly healthy, totally insane. More on the other side, folks. Serving with InfoWars is a great honor, but I still need my morning coffee. And luckily, our break room at the InfoWars headquarters is stocked full of high quality InfoWars store Patriot Blend coffee. Grown in the high mountains of southern Mexico, the Chiapas farmers grow 100% organic, non-GMO coffee at the ideal altitude for the perfect cup. A robust coffee with great flavor and mild acidity. There has never been a more important time to support InfoWars. So if you love coffee, and if you want to fight for freedom, then you can help. 
Order now at the InfoWars store. Sign up for AutoShip and get your own high-quality supply of Patriot Blend coffee delivered right to your door at InfoWarsStore.com. You've been spreading the word. You've been praying. You've been supporting this transmission. You've been buying products from us. So it's the one-year anniversary. It's store-wide, ladies and gentlemen. Free shipping. It's double Patriot points on your next order, and it's 50 to 60% off. Store-wide free shipping, 50 to 60% off, double Patriot points. And there's a bunch of other big specials on storable food. anniversary sale at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWarsLife.com takes you right to the site, and you can find all the great products there and try them for yourself. And again, sign up for AutoShip, an additional 10% off it is such a revolutionary act to keep this broadcast on air it is such a revolutionary act every time you put a bumper sticker on your car or paint infowars.com on the side of your barn every time you stand up to leftist bullies every time you tell the truth every time you keep this symbol of free speech and pro-human values alive the enemy comes one step closer to their system falling we have pushed them into overreaching and showing their hand and now we've got a fighting chance if we all take action of defeating the globalist stay with us we'll be right back but please take advantage of the sale this is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The David Knight Show. You know, it's interesting the way that themes tend to merge together uh, the more you look into what is going on, the way that the powerful in this country are using their power to uh, eliminate, uh, eliminate the rights of the American people. It's very interesting that the cross-pollination that you find. It's hard just to focus on how they're destroying free speech without also focusing on how they're destroying the right to own firearms. Meantime, how it's impossible to Speak your mind uh, with big tech. They're all cooperating. They're all working together. And what you realize is that the one through line through all of it is the destruction of freedom. And that's, you know, that's why I'm a libertarian. And libertarians get a bad rap these days, uh, especially on the Internet, uh, with an ideology that's portrayed as being uh, unachievable or or irresponsible or, or, or something like that. But it's very simple. Libertarian to me means that you put freedom above all else. I know it's 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 quite American in that respect. And freedom, of course, means the freedom to fail, the freedom to lose, the freedom to get sick, the freedom to the freedom to have consequences to your actions. So it's impossible to give people freedom and then also protect them from the results of that freedom. It's not compatible in that way. So. I think if you keep your eye on that prize, it's fairly easy to see everything is going against this idea, freedom, liberty. And, and if you don't realize that, then you're likely to fall into the trap that so many on the internet do of thinking it would be okay if it was just my type of totalitarianism. It'd be okay if it was just my type of fascism. If, if what was going on in the government was working for me rather than against me. But the idea is that we want a government that doesn't work against any of its citizens. We want a government that's there to protect the rights of all citizens. And then those citizens can live or die by the choices that they make, by the consequences of their own action. Now, the reason I say this is because I have this tweet from Jeremy Shulman. I don't know who he is, but he's got a blue check mark. So obviously, he's somebody we should be listening to, according to Twitter. 
And this quote really sums it all, all up very, very nicely. He says, just how far could authorities go in using red flag laws to take guns away from white extremists without violating the First Amendment? So let's just think about that. How far could authorities go in violating our Second Amendment before we violate the First Amendment as well? It's, it's a very interesting question indeed. He, he doesn't ask whether we should uh, be violating the Second Amendment. He's perfectly fine with that. He's just worried that people will get mad if it also becomes apparent and you know obvious that they're uh, taking the First Amendment as well. But the red flag laws, that's what they're for. That's what the red flags are. The red flags are if you are deemed dangerous, if somebody reports you to the police and some psychiatrist agrees with them, you lose your rights. And uh, I think it was uh, Ramsey Paul that tweeted out, you know, saying red flag laws are, are great. It'll just mean anybody uh, who wants to reach out for mental health will have their rights taken away. And, and this is something that I've had this argument because this is not a new thing. This is not something that just came out following these mass shootings. The red flag laws really got a big push last year uh, when they were sort of termed the red flag laws. Previous to that, you just heard people talking about, well, mental health exemptions or, or whatever they'd say. But red flag is what they've uh, is what they've landed on. Of course, the red link on Drudge today is Republicans coalesce around red flag laws. This is so dangerous in so many different ways. I mean, this is worse than gun control. This is gun control predicated on thought control. It's it's so wrong. It's absurd. And yet it's Republicans who are seemingly OK with this. And at the head of this, there it is on Drudge. Republicans coalesce around gun control. In other words, Republicans drive country even farther towards civil war because, uh, uh, you know, here's a red flag for you. I'm not going to give up my guns because somebody else thinks I might do something. To, thinks my ideas are dangerous. Okay. If it's, if it's a clear and present danger, you know, if they're like, I'm going to go kill this person and they start driving there and yeah, pull that person over arrest. You know, if they're making threats like that, yeah, there's certain there's certain things you can do. That's not what's being talked about here. What's being talked about here are bad ideas, are people that might seem dangerous. President Trump, Donald Trump, talked about uh, involuntary confinement for people who express the wrong ideas. So you're going to get vanned, all right? You're going to get picked up, scooped up, carried away by a van, uh, you know, to protect the children. That that's what we need to protect the children. Totally dystopian totally insane uh and of course it's not helping him at all gun reform urged in ohio as texas democrats shun trump visit so trump visits uh el paso texas where the shootings took place of course they they demonize him for that how dare he go and show solidarity with people of el paso and the victims of this heinous crime of course this is just just absolutely typical for the mainstream media Trump's damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. He doesn't go to El Paso. Oh, he's he's uh, showing solidarity with the shooter. He does go to El Paso. Oh, he's rubbing their face in it. It's like you can't win. So why are you giving them any ground? Why are you capitulating to their demands when you know that these people hate you with a pathological, insane hatred that is not predicated on your actions? It's not predicated on what you actually say. It has nothing to do with reality. It is a false reality, a false dichotomy that's been built up all around them that they've fallen for and that cannot be shattered by any dose of reality, no matter how large. From MSN, red flag gun control bills pick up momentum with GOP in Congress. Folks, 
the GOP does not represent the American people, does not represent the interest of the American people. And even if they did, they're too weak need and cowardly to actually uh, provide a substantial resistance to it. And <laughs> I thought this was interesting as well. It says, Texas faces turbulent political moment. For a quarter century, Texas Republicans have run a ruby red state building a conservative bastion where government is limited. Now, the mounting tensions of a racially motivated rhetoric, a polarizing president and Republican infighting have rocked. So here they're saying it's it's the Republicans' fault. It's all the Republicans' fault. That's the theme you'll see throughout the days. It's all Republicans' fault. There's uh, posters going up in New York saying death camps for Trump supporters now. There's uh, whatever his name is, Castro, doxing President Trump's supporters and essentially advocating retaliatory attacks against him totally despicable and even man i'll I'll get into that but in fact i'll yeah i'll get into that right now because you have uh i can't i don't even know how to pronounce his name joaquin i think joaquin castro sad to see so many san antonians as 2019 maximum donors to donald trump their contributions are fueling a campaign of hate that labels hispanic immigrants as invaders so clearly a call to do something against these people. I mean, he's not just putting these people out and saying these people are evil. These people are responsible for the death of immigrants and not expecting anything to happen. Not taken down by Twitter, not condemned by anybody in the mainstream media or on the left. And even when Ted Cruz says something about it, what does he say? He says everyone needs to tone down the hateful partisan rhetoric. Everyone needs to. And this is just the perpetual situation in which we find ourselves. We are attacked. We are condemned. We are uh, uh, just just all the evil in the world is 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 put on our shoulder, our, our shoulders. We just say, please stop abusing us. Please stop inciting violence against us. Just please stop. And what's the response from our representatives? Hey, everybody needs to tone it down. Everybody don't needs to tone it down. I mean, sure, we're the ones getting beaten in the face, lying on the ground. But but no, we need to stop fighting. It's for our own good, folks. You've been spreading the word. You've been praying. You've been supporting this transmission. You've been buying products from us. So it's the one-year anniversary. It's store-wide, ladies and gentlemen. Free shipping. It's double Patriot points on your next order. And it's 50 to 60% off. Store-wide free shipping. 50 to 60% off. Double Patriot points. And there's a bunch of other big specials on storable food. anniversary sale at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWarsLife.com takes you right to the site. And you can find all the great products there and try them for yourself. And again, sign up for AutoShip, an additional 10% off it is such a revolutionary act to keep this broadcast on air it is such a revolutionary act every time you put a bumper sticker on your car or paint infowars.com on the side of your barn every time you stand up to leftist bullies every time you tell the truth every time you keep this symbol of free speech and pro-human values alive the enemy comes one step closer to their system falling we have pushed them into overreaching and showing their hand and now we've got a fighting chance if we all take action of defeating the globalist stay with us we'll be right back but please take advantage of the sale The Internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com You're listening to The David Knight Show. Using free speech to free minds. You're listening to The David Knight Show.
folks. It's not an invasion that you're seeing here. If you're watching on television, you're watching tens of thousands of illegal immigrants pouring in with the full support and uh, assistance of NGOs funded by billionaires and millionaires carried from uh, far-flung countries across the globe into the United States, told how to game our system, supported and uh, fostered the entire way by uh, lawyers and, and all sorts of other people there to guarantee that they're able to subvert and uh, get around our systems. There they are burning an American flag. You can see they are uh, clearly just very proud to be a part of this country. But it's not an invasion. How dare you call it an invasion? I, I think I think that I think that makes you, uh, quite frankly, a dangerous uh, person. I think you should have your rights removed if you dare watch this footage that you're seeing now. If you dare see with your eyes what is going on at the southern border to this country with the full support. Oh, there, see, they're, they're carrying a white flag, and, and you can't invade while carrying a white flag, right? I mean, sure, they're rushing towards us, but they've got a white flag, so, so clearly, clearly we have to let them in, right? It, it's so ridiculous, the gaslighting that's going on right now, and I'm, I know it's still early, folks. I, I'm, I try to, I'm trying to keep, trying to keep my, my spirit's up. I'm trying to to help you get through this turbulent time without going crazy. But uh, I got to admit, the more you read, the more you learn, the harder it is to not understand exactly what is going on in this country. But last segment, I started talking about this uh, story here where it says Texas faces turbulent political movement and that, uh, you know, basically it's the Republicans fault uh, because everything is and the Republicans just uh, are losing the fact that that uh, Texas has been Republican for such a long time. It was always a important Republican bulwark. In fact, basically no Republican uh, candidate for office, for presidential office, could win without Texas. So it's a, a very important state for us as Republicans. But we're losing it because because of our hateful rhetoric, probably. I mean, that's what that's what the Hill.com says. Now, I have this map here. This is uh, 2018 Texas primary elections to the U.S. Senate. Here you see in red, we have the uh, the blue counties. Guys, can I get a dot cam on this, please? I need this uh, visual aid for you here. And here you see uh, uh, the blue is uh, is all Democratic, heavily Democratic. Now, I, maybe if anybody knows a scientist, if anybody knows a, 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 a big-brained person that can help me figure out why Texas is going blue, perhaps using this map, as some sort of guide, I can't figure it out. I am just at an absolute loss as to how to determine any sort of pattern here, any sort of situation that we can identify and then work against. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, but all of that blue is is clustered along the border. To that, I'd say you're a racist for even noticing such a thing. Uh, so I don't know, maybe if a not racist scientist could help me figure out what it is that's turning Texas blue, what it could possibly be that's turning Texas blue. And of course, for our radio listeners, we have a map of Texas, uh, nearly all red, except, of course, every single county that is along the border and even some slightly further in. There is a distinct blue wall just along the Mexican border. Coincidence, I'm sure. The funniest thing was uh, it's not it wasn't this picture, but another picture that I had that was similar to this, had this picture and then said, Texas, the urban versus rural divide. 
yeah, that's that's what we're seeing here. That's what we're seeing here is urban versus rural. Of course, you do have uh, the urban hotspots that are blue or at least light blue, if not dark blue. Dallas, San Antonio, Austin, Houston are all blue. But of course, pay no attention to the fact that half of those populations are uh, Hispanic as well. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out the, uh, the, the facts here. And it's it's escaping me. It's escaping me. Now, this one's uh, somewhat similar. This is Snopes.com. Does a meme show the faces of suspected mass shooters in the U.S. in 2019? And this is one of those. Uh, there's another headline I had here as well that said, you know, uh, the, the Democrats or liberals hate and, and just despise this this canard, this lie of replacement migration, this lie of uh, genocide. There it is. Leftists claim great replacement is a conspiracy theory unless they're bragging about it, right? Because if they're saying, hey, white people will be gone in a generation. Hey, we're going to, you know, Joe Biden says it. Nancy Pelosi said it. Like, they're all celebrating this fact. But then if we say, hey, we, we are not okay with celebrating the destruction of a race of people, whatever race it is, by the way. And this is one of those things that I was, I was in an argument with my friend and they're, they're like, yeah, but why, why do you care so much about like that? It's white people. Like if, if they're legal immigrants, then they follow the law. Like you can't blame them and, and all this stuff. And it's like, well, it's because it's happening to the, the white people. They're the ones being victimized here. So that's, it's okay to stand up for them. If it was happening to other people, I'd, I'd stand up for them. It's not about the race. It's about who is being taken advantage of by who right now, Mexico city is 97%. Mexican. It's it's about 3% Americans in Mexico City. If in 30 years from now, it was 50% Americans, I would be saying, hey, Mexico City, you might want to get yourself together because you're being driven out by Americans. It's like, it's, I just, I don't have a racist bone in my body. I want everyone to not be victimized by everyone else. And so if you want to ask why it matters to talk about this, it's because that's what's going on right now. And that's you, you always go for the you always you always be on the side of the victim. That's just that's how I am. OK, it's it has to do with being a libertarian, the non-aggression principle. I want people to leave everyone else alone. I want to be left alone. I want to leave everybody else alone. So I'll just leave each other alone. But that's not what's happening. And so uh, in the same way that they will celebrate the Great Replacement and then call it a dangerous conspiracy theory if it's not being celebrated, you have Snopes saying, does a meme show the faces of suspected mass shooters in the U.S. in 2019? Of course, you have this uh, mon- uh, 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 just a, a bunch of pictures of all the mass shooters in 2019. Uh, distinct lack of white people considering how it's talked about in the media. I mean, how many headlines do you see that's, you know, a white problem, mass shooting? Uh, uh, you know, we need to we need to. You have uh, Don Lemon saying the dangerous people in America are white. You know, don't demonize anybody except for the the big bad white man. And so, of course, Snopes says, well, this is it's kind of true. It's kind of true. Yes, it's this is true. Snopes, this picture is absolutely accurate. And they admit it. Snopes admits it. And yet it says, yeah, but, you know, there's no fixed, uniformly accepted definition of mass shooting. So it doesn't, you know. Sure, four or more people were shot in a single instance, but do we really need to count that? What if nobody died? Do we really need to count that? Now, 
that's what they say when it's presented with the fact that, uh, you know, white people, 70 percent of the population uh, are only responsible for about 15 percent of the mass shootings. When it's that when that's the case, yeah, well, we don't really know what a mass shooting is. And is it really and is it OK to call it that? And is it not OK? But when you want to uh, uh, take your guns or you want to demonize anybody uh, using the, the mass shooting tactics, then it's wow, there's been more mass shootings uh, this year than there have been days. There's been this incredible number of mass shootings. So if they can use the, the statistic of the number of mass shootings, then of course it's a valid number. Of course it's something we need to pay attention to and, and focus on because it can lead to gun control and they need to focus on that and they need to have that big number to scare people into wanting gun control. But then if you say, okay, but if that's how you're counting it, then actually it turns out that it's not perpetrated by white people all the time. Then they're like, whoa, well, let's not count all of them. Let's not let's not be crazy here. So it's just I just hate the hypocrisy. I just hate the demonization. I just I hate the racism and I hate that I have to talk about it now. I would so much rather be talking about the bad people of every race, color and creed that are taking advantage of every American of every race, color and creed. But this is the world we live in. I'm just trying to, to live in it. The globalists are hyper-competitive, scientific dictators. They are technocrats. They are control freaks in their own words. And they believe allowing you to live your own life and make your own decisions gets in the way of their great destiny to merge with AI gods. Now, we're fighting them hard in cyberspace. We're fighting them hard right here in the third dimension. But one of the biggest places that we neglect to forget that we've really got a lot of control in our lives is our bodies. If I wasn't taking the highest quality supplements from InfoWarsLife.com, I couldn't do it. That's why we decided to take our original Secret 12 that was incredibly high quality methylcobalamin and double the strength of it in a new formula, Ultra 12. Ultra 12 is undoubtedly the strongest, highest quality B12 over-the-counter that you're going to find anywhere. It is amazing. Experience pure methocobalamin B12 for yourself and fund the second American revolution against the tyrants at InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWarsLife.com, or 888-253-3139. Our powerful line of fluoride-free products is the perfect gift for yourself or others who are exploring a healthier, happier lifestyle. With options ranging from toothpaste to oral spray, it's easy to find the perfect option for you. Super Blue Toothpaste is the fan-favorite, fluoride-free toothpaste that every InfoWarrior loves. Powered by iodine and nano-silver, it's designed to deliver a powerful clean while supporting good oral health and fresh breath. Available in two refreshing flavors. Enjoy a minty fresh flavor made with peppermint oil, or try our bubblegum flavor. Super Blue Immune Gargle is the only option for on-the-go immune system support like no other. With the scientifically proven patented ingredient Silver Soul in three different sizes, you can take it wherever you go. Support good oral health with our one-of-a-kind Super Blue products. Don't miss out on revolutionizing your morning routine. Head to InfoWarsStore.com and get our line of Super Blue products today. You're listening to The David Knight Show. There's something happening here. <laughs> yeah, there's something happening here. What, what, an, what an appropriate song. All right, folks, I'm going to uh, finish off with some of this uh, discussion about 8chan and the 
attacks, the, the, the dual, the pincer attacks against our Second and First Amendment, basically saying you can't have your Second Amendment unless you adhere to our limitations of the First Amendment. Absolutely ridiculous, outrageous, anti-American, and uh, a, a bridge too far. So I'll continue talking about that. I also want to give out the phone number right now. We'll open up those lines, and I want to take your calls in the second hour if you want to call in any of the topics we discussed today or information you think I need to know or the people, the info warriors out there need to know. Give me a call, 1-888-201-2244. That's 1-888-201-2244. Taking calls now, any and all topics. Get to those in the next hour. But I want to go back to this uh, El Paso shooting. Very interesting story by the Gateway Pundit here, sort of blows the lid off the whole situation and gives the lie to the uh, Democratic talking point that it's Donald Trump's uh, dangerous rhetoric that inspired the shooter. Because, in fact, we have an FBI insider who said that the El Paso shooter told officials it was the Democratic debate on free health care to illegals that triggered his mass shooting. So (laughs) very interesting. Steve Hopper. 30-year veteran of the FBI, uh, was on the Mike Broomhead show, and he said, quote, when the most recent debate, when the most recent debate, when they all said free health care, they all raised their hands. That's what pushed him over the edge. He felt he was justified. He felt he ran out of alternatives. So, I mean, I didn't like that they raised their hands either. Shooting innocent people is not the correct response, you fool, you you psycho, you idiot. But uh, from the from the the shooter's mouth himself, I suppose it was not Donald Trump's extremism that drove him over the ledge. It was, in fact, the Democrats. Now, the owner of Eight Chan is being summoned to testify before Congress over its link to mass shootings. But no one seems to have his mailing address. And, and don't you just love the picture they cho- they choose for him? He's he's sulking over. He's he's hulking over. He's smoking a cigarette. He looks suspicious and angry. It's like they don't choose these pictures by accidents, folks. This isn't the only picture they have of him. This is uh, just what they do. They're poisoning the well here. But yeah, the uh, owner of 8chan summoned to testify before Congress. Now, all of these shooters all have Twitters. They all have Instagrams. They all post things on all these sites. None of these people are being... Uh, summoned in front of Congress. But the 8chan owner says that El Paso Shooter didn't post the manifesto. He actually says that the gunman used an Instagram account, but it hadn't been active in more than a year. We'll go to his video uh, in just a moment. First, I want to go to this video here. This is clip eight. And this is a, a mainstream media montage from uh, Twitter user Zintrex. And uh, let's just go to the, let's Let's just see what the uh, most recent and vitriolic attacks against our free speech that are happening now on mainstream media. Let's go to that clip now. We watch our president talk badly about globalists, uh, the media, international banks, and we know what that's code for. And when you talk about globalists, another phrase used by right-wing extremists. What's the ADL going to do? I actually want to pause it right there. Uh, because this is one of those things that we really need to pay attention to and understand uh, exactly what's going on when they try to demonize the term globalist, because anybody can be a globalist. Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, some of the biggest globalists out there. And the thing is that there is a power in words. There is an intrinsic power in words, because 
that's a word that describes a certain ideology, an ideology that says we want a, a glow. You know, it's the global governance, global control. Everybody who's listening here knows what that is. Now, they try to frame that as a code word for Jewish people. They say, if you're talking about globalists, really, you mean Jewish people and attempt to get us to stop talking about globalist or globalism. So if they're if they're uh, uh, misappropriation works and they're able to get it out there that the term globalist is actually just anti-Semitic code, well, then we then are incapable of discussing globalism, of discussing globalists who are not all Jewish and all Jewish people are not globalists. So they are not the same thing at all. And that's not who we're talking about when we talk about globalists. We're talking about people who adhere to a certain ideology. Should they be successful in uh, uh, you know, uh, confusing this, then we will be incapable of discussing that ideology. Do you understand how powerful this is? That we then will have to say, oh, well, uh, you know, the, like, like how, how are we going to talk about globalists without using the term globalist? This is incredibly dangerous material here. This is incredibly dangerous stuff. Well, let's, let's go back to this video. We're going to fight back against the fascists and neo-Nazis. What does that mean? It means we're not going to wait for the White House. We're going to be working with state and local leaders, the business community, other nonprofits and clergy. Richard, the bottom line is this. There are no two sides to this argument. It's good versus evil. The abuse online could be far, far worse than anything physical. Conspiracy theories that literally leap off the pages of white supremacist playbooks. We would consider... Uh, the, Fed, uh, the Family Research Council, a hate group. Some people might consider that controversial, but they consistently demonize the LGBT community, spread propaganda, uh, demonizing propaganda about them, uh, you know, trying to link them to pedophilia, uh, and just, uh, and uh, it's not just about gay marriage. Well, today, you know, they may not be, you know, killing people, but what they are doing is going to the White House and having an influence over public policy. So, you know, that's a different form of danger. So we worry about both the hate mongers who wear, you know, kind of white sheets and the hate mongers who wear business suits. They're both dangerous and dangerous in different ways. The one thing we don't require for a listing on our hate group list is violence. You know, we don't say a group has to be a violent group to be a hate group. It can be spewing hateful propaganda and not engaging in violence, and we would call it a hate group. What we try to do here is publish information about these people, where they are, what groups they're involved in, what they're publishing. We work with, with Google on using AI to try to interrupt cyber hate before it happens. We work with YouTube to, have, to get them to change their algorithms. We work with Facebook on trying to use a redirect method. So uh, once Pepe became a recognized hate symbol. <laughs> Pepe became a recognized hate symbol. Yes, the, the cute cartoon frog. Uh, so, I mean, you can see exactly exactly what's happening. The Family Research Council, who upholds the uh, Christian morals, right, and says, you know, in our Christian faith, we don't believe that the, the sinful lifestyle is uh, something that should be promoted. Well, that's hate, according to uh, the people who are in the ears of Google, who control the algorithms as to what's being allowed and what's not being allowed. And the very interesting thing is, uh, I believe he's the president of the ADL. It's Jonathan Greenblatt is the one that said they're trying to resist fascism, which is interesting because, guys, let's go to clip one here. Here is uh, Jonathan Greenblatt talking about what he wants to do to stop 
the speech that he doesn't like. It's a cesspool for some of the worst elements in our society. And there's other things that could be done. The, the banks and the financial institutions, which allow dollars to flow into these services, they should shut them down. The hosting companies that put them up online should shut them down. What's new is that it's just a few clicks away, and that's something we can prevent. So there he's talking about using the power of banks and of big tech and leveraging the corporate control that they have in conjunction with the U.S. government to shut down speech that they don't like. Do you know what that is? By definition, is fascism. These people are totalitarian fascists who are using the combined power of corporate and government uh, influence to curtail and shut down the rights of the American people. That is fascism full stop. And I even have a uh, story here. No holds barred is the New Testament anti-Semitic. So, you know, hey, if you're a Christian, you believe in Jesus, if you believe in the, the new covenant and the, the gospels uh, told by Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John, maybe you uh, don't get a right to speak. Maybe you don't get a right to have your voice heard because naturally you're, you're going to be anti-Semitic if you're a Christian and maybe then you don't have a gun. You don't get your First Amendment. You don't get your Second Amendment. I mean, this is what this is setting up, okay? And this is the this is just this is the through line you see. It's anti-Christians, anti-freedom, and those two things are uh, intricately combined. And it's fascism. It's absolute fascism. And at the head of it is Google, Apple, Facebook, Amazon, Twitter. These big tech companies in absolute collusion with the banks and the payment processors. We've seen it throughout the year since. We were first banned. It has only accelerated and it only will continue to accelerate unless a more powerful force is able to stop it. And that force right now, the only one that exists in the world more powerful is the U.S. government. Those are the facts. Stay with us, folks. Second hour. You've been spreading the word. You've been praying. You've been supporting this transmission. You've been buying products from us. So it's the one-year anniversary. It's store-wide, ladies and gentlemen. Free shipping. It's double Patriot points on your next order. And it's 50 to 60% off. Store-wide free shipping. 50 to 60% off. Double Patriot points. And there's a bunch of other big specials on storable food. anniversary sale at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWarsLife.com takes you right to the site. And you can find all the great products there and try them for yourself. And again, sign up for auto ship and an additional 10% off it is such a revolutionary act to keep this broadcast on air it is such a revolutionary act every time you put a bumper sticker on your car or paint infowars.com on the side of your barn every time you stand up to leftist bullies every time you tell the truth every time you keep this symbol of free speech and pro-human values alive the enemy comes one step closer to their system falling we have pushed them into overreaching and showing their hand and now we've got a fighting chance if we all take action of defeating the globalist stay with us we'll be right back but please take advantage of the sale this is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Making sense common again. This is The David Knight Show. Harrison Smith sitting in for David Knight on this, the 7th of August, 2019. We enter the second hour of the David Knight Show. But folks, the show is just beginning. So much more to talk about as we continue through these headlines. In fact, I'm going to give you some uh, brief headlines here in this next five minutes. When we get back, we will be going to your calls. 
If you have something you'd like to discuss, please do give me a call. It's 1-888-201-2244, 1-888-201-2244. Let me give you some of these headlines from lawandcrime.com. Sarah Palin wears, uh, I'm sorry, Salen, uh, Sarah Palin wins appeal reviving defamation lawsuit against New York Times. So that's good. Uh, this was a three panel uh, a three-judge panel ruled that the lower court was wrong to use an unusual process in determining the validity of Palin's claim, uh, vacating the decision and sending the case back to the district court for discovery. Now, this is one of the only mechanisms by which uh, the people who are defamed and lied about by the mainstream media can get back at them are defamation lawsuits. So it's good to see that uh, this is being somewhat upheld in favor of Sarah Palin as she appeals the decision uh, that allowed the New York Times to say things about her that were potentially untrue. Now, we talked about this uh, extensively yesterday. I'm sure Alex Jones will have more information on it, but Pakistan warns India's move to end Kashmir's special status could lead to war. Now, the speculation is that India was essentially given permission to do this uh, by America with America's backing as a wedge issue and as a form of uh, aggression against China, who has reasons to keep India out of the complicated political position uh, position in Kashmir. Very important headline here from the New York Times. New York expands NRA inquiry into groups board members. Now, the NRA is an utterly innocent uh, group, right? People like me, like myself, like my grandfather, who has every NRA hat for the last 20 years and NRA knives and all sorts of stuff, we give money to the NRA in order to send lobbyists to Washington to counteract the growing, ever-growing threat of gun control on the American people. So this is a perfectly valid, reasonable, and important expression of free speech and of political will by the American people through a nonprofit organization very simple, okay? And yet, New York is expanding an inquiry into the NRA's group members. And this is in the same way that New York was expanding an inquiry into the Trump's tax returns. This is what happens when you allow leftists and liberals to get into the government. They use the powers that they're granted, not in the way that the powers should be used, not in the way that they're intended to be used, not for the reasons that we actually have an electoral system in which we empower these certain people. No, they use it to advance their own political agendas in the same way that you had Obama's IRS uh, refusing tax-exempt status to conservative movements in, a, uh, in, in one of his non-existent uh, uh, you know, flops in his uh, – what's, what's the word I'm, I'm looking for? Zero uh, conflict, zero uh, uh, – Scandals, you know, but no, IRS targeting conservative groups. Now you have liberal New York targeting the NRA, looking for anything they can use to shut down their political enemies and really through that process, shut down the speech of Americans that they don't like. Totally corrupt. Hey, speaking of corrupt from truepundit.com, Ray welcomes Peter Strzok back to the FBI. That's right. Peter Strzok, who we saw uh, possessed by a demon during his uh, congressional hearing last year uh, is back in the FBI. He's back in the H in the headquarter building all the time, says one FBI insider. 
He's taking meetings or is a part of meetings. See, these people, uh, they're part of an elected class uh, that's not been elected by the people of the United States through a uh, correct system. No, they've been elected by their friends, likewise in the government, and they can do whatever they want without consequence whatsoever. That's the new America they're building for you. In a world of deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. And now, The David Knight Show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We continue into the second hour on this, the 7th of August, 2019. We have some great callers lined up, and we will get to them uh, right away. Let's just go right to them, and uh, we'll see what they have to say. First, we're going to go to Tim in Washington. Let's talk about political violence uh, to end the discussion. All right, Tim in Washington, thanks for calling in. You are on the air. Tim? Tour, can you hear me? Yes, yes. Hey, Sorry, right, you were on the air. The border tour in Seattle on uh, Sunday, and we bullhorned them, and for the most part, they were incredibly devout in their ideology. None of them will disavow political violence. Uh, we tried and tried and tried to have a discussion with them. We tried reaching out to their humanity, but they don't see us as humans anymore, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. They, they just see us as fascists. They just see us as white people. Uh, and they, they use this, this the complete spectrum of hate that the media has projected on us. And it's, it's very frustrating to go out there and try to, you know, win hearts and minds. But, you know, there's, I don't think that there's many minds left in that crowd. Yeah. And I mean, projection is the word that you use there. And I think that's exactly right. I mean, these are the hateful people. These are the people that are riled up by this type of rhetoric. These are the people that are, that are doing all the things that they project Onto us. Meanwhile, it's the evidence is right there in front of everybody's eyes, and yet they can't see it. So I'm right there with you. It's like, how do we try to appeal to these people when literally well, everything we do is is spat back in our face? They don't see. They they only see like the the fascist narrative. They don't see the eugenics narrative. They don't see mm-hmm. the globalist narrative. It's concealed from them. And then when you try to show it to them with facts. They have cognitive dissonance. Uh, they they start lashing out with you know with insults and whatnot. The typical stuff that you get from leftists that can't think. Uh, but the the overall the overall grand design of depopulating America is concealed from them considerably, and it, and that's the only those are the only ammo. That's the only ammo I'm going out there with is, are those facts, trying to get them to think about the other side, and that all of the Americans are depopulated. And it, there's no there's no difference between a black American, a white American, or a Mexican American, or an Asian American. We are all subject to the the poison food supply and the eugenics based system that's being ran. Right, absolutely, and of course, then the divisions, if they are mentioned, are being used to advance that exact uh, policy, that exact agenda. They're being used to play people off each other to the detriment of all Americans. Throughout the world, and this is a story I haven't been able to get to yet, but it's the title of the show. It's Death Camps for Trump Supporters Now. These are emblazoned on Antifa-style flyers in New York. And, I mean, everything they do is is so much more violent, so much more hateful. There it is, Death Camp death camp for Trump Supporters Now. And I responded on, on Twitter saying, uh, yeah, we don't want death camps. Thank you. You know, if you're if you're offering us death camps, we, we we have no need for them. We're not you. We're not your side. But, yeah, this is the way they think. 
Uh, and we've seen it in history. We've seen the uh, we've seen entire civilizations go down this road, go down the communistic road and end up with gulags and death camps. And we're seeing the opening on this. So so what do we, what do we do, Tim? Help me out here. I'm, <laughs> I, I need help oh. from the info warriors out there to keep me give me some hope here. Well, I think the best thing to do is uh, to have uh, just to go out there and expose what we're all facing uh, to to start to build bridges. And if it's impossible and if they keep rejecting it and if they think it's a conspiracy theory, then I, I don't know what to do. I mean, I've talked to the Puget Sound Seattle John Brown or the John Brown Gun Club. I've talked to uh, their Jerry Savage, their leader, and they all have the same response. They think it's a conspiracy theory. They think that... Science is wonderful. It's not mad science. They don't care about people being poisoned. I, I don't know as far as like what to do, but I know what we can do. We can get, just continue to not act aggressive. We can continue to not be violent towards them because that's what they want. They want us riled up. They're immune to the hate. We're not. They want us to go out there and project their, the hate that they're giving us onto them and, and get charges like the, the guys at the Proud Boys in New York City. Mm. Um, I, I pass that man. Just, 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 just stay stoic and keep a level head. Yeah, and I, and I think you know, I, I think we have to win politically, and I think you're right. The way we do that is by not giving in to their um, antagonism, not not give them what they want. The uh, the to to fight back, and it's hard to do because my God, when you see people like Joaquin Phoenix or <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin well, uh, Castro. Sorry? You see that Drew Carey was at that Antifa bar. There is mm. a there's a major Seattle uh, uh, Antifa thing, right? And so they some of them are soccer fans. Well, Drew Carey owns the Sounders, and he was drinking with the Antifa Iron Front. And, 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 and this Twitter, is this he is was posting. This is Drew. This is Drew Carey, the, the the host of The Price Is Right. Yes, yes, that guy. Ah, There's yes, that, that famous anti-capitalistic show, There's, The Price is Right. <laughs> yes, the, there's a YouTube channel called Salim and Dion or Operation Old Front. They, uh, they confronted him about it. Uh, the next day, he's posting anti-fascist stuff on his Twitter. Yeah. Uh, this, is a, this, this cult is, is far more, uh, it, uh, it's, it's deeper than we expect and that we want to actually acknowledge. But it's, it's pretty bad. Celebrities, politicians... Uh, leaders of the establishment are Antifa right now. Yep, I think you're exactly right. Uh, well, keep doing what you're doing. Keep uh, being, you know, keep being that peaceful resistance against their their onslaught. Tim in Washington, very good call. Thank you so much uh, for for that information. Godspeed. Hope hope you uh, hope you don't get attacked next time you go out there. And we, just 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 film just film everything that that happens to you because man, sometimes that's the only defense that we have since the police are are completely uh capitulating as well now let's go to our next call this is uh alex in michigan epstein and world war four alex in michigan thanks for calling in you are on the air hey thanks for taking my call harrison and uh you're doing a good job uh i really like listening to you now you got your smooth radio voice down oh you know. thank you thank you very much uh, greg reese did a good job too filling in i loved his uh take on things yeah, he'll be. I think he'll be joining me tomorrow. We'll both be co-hosting, so you'll get you'll get a double dose of the smooth radio voice. Oh, excellent, excellent. Um, I was just gonna say that uh, isn't it interesting how the whole Epstein thing is breaking, and then you get this wave of false flag attacks to El Paso, oh, yeah. Dayton, Ohio, to 
distract everyone, just like they did when the Hillary's email thing was being released 2016, the big FBI investigation going on then. There's that shooter in Dallas. Mm -hmm. Distract everyone there, too. So... Yeah, it it is interesting. That the, the timing is interesting. The thing is that so much stuff is coming out so often. I mean, it's like any week that something happens, something else crazy is also happening. So I've seen a lot of uh, seen a lot of people speculating. You know, this is something you know something activated in order to cover up for the Epstein stuff. And we've seen a lot of very interesting uh, events around the Epstein uh, situation. Uh, the website Vote V O A T uh, was taken down. By a DDoS attack when some information about Epstein was posted on there. And uh, that was a very big deal. And of course, makes that information go even further. Uh, you have uh, the FBI coming out and uh, being revealed as helping Hillary Clinton to conceal some of her emails on her server. So it's like there's so many things that they don't want us to know about. There's so many things coming out uh, that they would love to have uh, eyes taken off of. I don't know if I think that would be a good enough reason, right? Because I try to put myself in, in their mindset and try to think about, all right, uh, the FBI, the deep state, whoever it is uh, in the background who's running MK Ultra, like these programs still exist. Somebody's running it. Uh, they're able to activate these people uh, across the country. And of course, if you look at especially the El Paso shooter and his dad and uh, the, the it's like two short jumps to MK Ultra style um, brainwashing there. But you have to put yourself in their mindset and I can't, I can't personally envision the the meeting where they say, "Hey, we got to distract from this Epstein thing, activate the shooters." I, I, I personally don't, don't go that far. But, but you think it's it's suspicious enough to warrant speculation, huh, Alex? Yeah, thanks for taking my opinion on that. Infowarsstore.com, um, and uh, there is like a massive disinformation campaign on both sides. Like intelligence, you know, yeah. Epstein is intelligence, so there's intelligence asset in the media on both sides trying to mislead people i just want people to be aware of that people you know you just you just you just reminded me thank you so much for the call alex when we get back i'm going to go to a couple of videos about exactly what alex is saying their government misinformation on our news channels you will not want to miss these clips folks we will always be the people who defeated a tyrant crossed the continent harnessed science took to the skies and soared into the heavens because we will never forget that we are Americans and the future belongs to us. The future belongs to the brave, the strong, the proud and the free. We are one people chasing one dream and one magnificent destiny. We all share the same heroes, the same home, the same heart, and we are all made by the same almighty God. Infowars.com, tomorrow's news today. Full power of the Republic in the name of Jesus Christ. Full power! Damn the torpedoes, go straight at them. It's not only that you have a unique voice in the public arena and the public square. The other thing that's unique about InfoWars is, is it is the only network of this reach that is not backed by a corporate donor or corporate sugar daddy, that's not backed by some billionaire, that's not being funded by a secret foreign government. It is completely independent of all that. It is an old school American 1776 style experiment in the expression of the freedom of press and freedom of speech that, in fact, the founders were so concerned with at the beginning of the country, they actually tried to support and subsidize 
guys, organizations just like this, because this was the kind of press they wanted. And then ultimately, we now live in an era where they've mostly been co-opted by big corporations or billionaire sugar daddies who have been able to control and manipulate what news and views the person is allowed to have or express or hear. And the InfoWars audience has broken through that. They, uh, they are the bridge from the founding to the modern age, ultimate American democracy and freedom. And that's why there's been an unprecedented onslaught of deplatforming, defamation, lawfare, and libel targeting you. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The David Knight Show. The caller in the previous segment talked about uh, government propaganda in the news business. Of course, this is Operation Mockingbird, which has gone on since at least the 1950s, only increased since then. Uh, certainly, many of the executives at the top of these major media companies uh, are in bed with the intelligence agency. And that's really the danger of having these huge media companies that control everything is at that point, you only have to have that one or two, those one or two people on the board or in the editor's room there, and they control all the information. That's not possible if you had a robust, powerful local news uh, conglomerates throughout the, the nation, right? If you had uh, independent, local, locally based, not looped into the big center hive mind uh, that is controlled by the intelligence agencies, then maybe you'd have some independence. That's what we hear at InfoWars embody there should be a thousand info wars but we're the only ones that have made it through the storm and are continuing to survive because of your support but uh when he said that it reminded me of this video that i don't know who posted it on twitter it's an old video but i want you to pay attention to a couple things first of all it's a video from george w bush's time in the white house first notice the dynamic of the reporter and the politician and how that has changed uh, now, uh, you know, since then, the 20 years since then to Donald Trump uh, also knows how nervous George Bush gets when he starts answering this question. And uh, and once again, just notice the, the, the dynamic that used to be upheld in the White House, the decorum, the politeness, the respect that was once uh, reserved for the president by the press corps who now uh, gets up and uh, Mr. Trump, uh, do you think slavery is bad? I mean, it, it's degenerated so badly uh, recently. And, and I think that that really comes across here. But that's not the important part of this clip. The important part of this clip is exactly what, what George W. Bush says. Let's go to that clip now. Uh, Mr. President, earlier this year, you told us you had ordered your administration to cease and desist on payments to journalists uh, to promote your agenda. You cited the need for uh, ethical concerns and the need for a bright line between the press and the government. Your administration continues to make the use of video news releases, which are prepackaged news stories sent to television stations, fully aware that some or many of these stations will air them without any disclaimer that they are produced by the government. Controller General of the United States this week said that raises ethical questions. Does it raise ethical questions about the use of government money to produce stories about the government that wind up being aired with no disclosure that they were produced by the government? Uh, there, there is a Justice Department opinion that says these, um, these pieces are within the law so long as they're based upon facts, not advocacy. And I expect our agencies to adhere to that ruling, to that Justice Department opinion. Uh, this has been a long-standing practice of the federal government 
to use uh, these uh, types of videos. The Agricultural Department, as I understand, has been using these videos for a long period of time. The Defense Department, other departments have been doing so. It's important that, the, that they be based upon the guidelines set out by uh, the Justice Department. Now, I also I think it'd be helpful if local stations then disclose to their viewers if that's you know that this was based upon a factual report and they chose to use it. But evidently, in some cases, that's not the case. So anyway, to guarantee that's happening by including that language in the prepackaged report. Yeah, I don't, you know, look, I mean, oh, you mean a disclosure? I'm George W. Bush, and I... Well, some way to make sure it couldn't air without the disclosure that you believe is so vital. Uh, you know, Ken, I mean, there's a, there's a procedure that we're going to follow, and the local stations ought to, if there's a deep concern about that, ought to tell their viewers what they're watching. So there you go. Uh, federal government sending out prepackaged uh, propaganda packaged as and disguised as legitimate news sources. And there you see George W. Bush being confronted with this and uh, sort of, oh, well, I mean, this is what's the thing. Thank God he's not in the office anymore. But uh, yeah, the, and this is still going on, still completely going on. And uh, on top of that, you have the uh, Smith-Mund Act and the Smith-Mund Moder uh, Modernization Act, which modernized that and essentially allowed... Uh, propaganda that had always been made to show to foreign audiences now it can be shown to american audiences so not just are the are the cnns and the msnbc's and the uh, foxes and, and all these major msm platforms infiltrated by and working in cooperation with the intelligence agencies and the deep state the deep state itself the the government itself is producing its own stuff and putting it out there as if it's news. So uh, why do you think we have such an unbalanced and uh, one-sided political discussion here in America? I'm going to go back out to calls for the remainder of this segment. We're going to go to uh, Ryan in Florida. Let's talk about the NWO. Ryan in Florida, thanks for calling in. You're on the air. Thanks, Harrison, man. I really appreciate you taking my call. I just want to let you know you're doing a fantastic job covering for David Knight. Hopefully you'll get sir. your own show. <laughs> But, uh, Stay tuned. Yeah, I mean, I, I just wanted to touch on the fact that you were talking about, uh, or the fact that you brought up about them slowly attacking the word globalism and con trying to control our speech through um, sort of the whole dog whistle thing for, you know, anti-Semitism. Um, yeah. I think this is, this is a real issue because this happens, you know, obviously not only with anti-Semitism, but with every race, um, every, every color and creed, except for white people, you know. When white mm -hmm. people do something wrong, Obviously, it's everybody's, all white people's fault. But you're not allowed to bring up any sort of facts, even if they're statistics. And, you know, I really urge anybody listening to just go ahead and go on the FBI crime statistics and just actually look up where most and almost all of our crime is happening and who it's being done by. And obviously, it's being done in blue, um, blue um, cities, Democrat-run areas. And, you know, 50% of all of our murders are by blacks. And... You know that's that's an issue, and they're and they're murdering a lot of and they're murdering a lot of black people. So that's a, that's an that's an epidemic, no matter which way you look at it. And you know, it's it, it doesn't it doesn't mean that there's going to be a, a set issue where you know blacks do most crime, so then blacks are always going to do crime. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying, you know, if you look at our like I say, look at our statistics, 
you know, blacks are only 14% of our total population of, of you know, roughly 14%, but they're doing half the murders. And usually it's not the women and children doing it, it's the men, you know, the young adult men between 15 to 35, and that's only roughly 5% um, of our population. So 5% is doing half the murders, and then any other violent crime, whether it's rape, it's uh, robbery, it's assault, anything like that, they're doing at least 30% of those. So everybody wants to talk about getting rid of white people and fixing our, our gun issue and fixing our, our issues in, in, in America. Um, but if you take away the undocumented um, undocumented immigrant issue, and if you just you know move blacks aside, boom, 80% of murders and then 60% of all your violent crimes in America are gone. So even right. if you got rid of and, white people... You know, it's it's one of these it's one of these questions that I, I want to go around and ask people. And, you know, does it have to be false to be, uh, hate, you know, hate speech or can statistics or, you know, uh, uh, reality be hateful? And it's one of these things that that's that's happening now. And uh, you're exactly right. If we want to deal with with gun violence, we want to deal with crime. We have to face the facts and, and see uh, and see what's going on. And of course, I'm not saying all black people are violent or anything like that. Uh, right. But but when you hear. You hear so often, it's like white people are the most dangerous, and white people are the are the ones you should fear. And it's like, well, I mean, can you back that up with anything? We'll discuss it more on the other side. Don't don't go anywhere, folks. It's time to show them what a real alpha male looks like with one of our most powerful products ever made, Alpha Power. As you age, your body can lose testosterone over time. With the incredible ingredients in this formula, we can help you beat the test of time and assist in restoring that lost energy and mood that comes with time and age. Alpha Power's incredible ingredients can help you boost your sports performance or enhance your day-to-day life with ease while encouraging hormonal balance. Perfect by itself or with super male vitality in the true alpha male path. Alpha Power can help boost performance, help maintain normal testosterone levels, support healthy cholesterol, and more. Let Alpha Power help bring you to the peak of your optimal health. Don't fall short on energy in the fight against tyranny. Show the world what a true alpha male looks like today with Alpha Power. Head to InfoWarsStore.com today. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Plant the seed in our homeland, boys, let it grow where all can see. Feed it with our devotion, boys, call it the Liberty Tree. It's a tall Liberty. tree It's your move. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Harrison Smith sitting in for David Knight. I, I held over uh, our last caller, Ryan, because what we're talking about is uh, sensitive. You know, it's a, it's a sensitive topic, and uh, it deserves the full context, so it can't be taken out of context. And Ryan was talking about the uh, uh, disparity between crime rates, between races, and, uh, you know, I, I think we're, we're exactly on the same page where it's like, I don't judge anybody by what other people do. Right. If, if I judge everybody by an individual standard and I think that's a, that's a pretty standard thing. It's a pretty American thing to do. And we should not be uh, castigating or, or casting an entire race of people because of what some of the outliers of that race do. I don't like when it's done to white people. I don't like when it's done to black people. And we need all these people on our side. We need everybody to come together and just be Americans and understand that we all have a common interest 
in improving the lives of all people in America. And we can't destroy the lives of some people in order to to make other people's lives better. It's totally irresponsible. It's totally uh, uh, just 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 uh, just bad strategy, I guess you could say. I, I'm not going to improve myself by tearing other people down, and yet that seems to be like the main political stance of so many people uh, in America. So let's bring uh, Ryan back uh, on the air and just. Hey man, thank you. I appreciate you holding me back over. That's great. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. And I, I didn't give you, I didn't give you that long to talk in the last segment. I, you know, it, it, these types of uh, topics you need to really talk about. We need to really spend time on, or else, uh, you know, people can get can get the wrong idea. But uh, right, yeah, you can't have sound bites because that's just going to, you know, cause more attacks against uh, Infowars for you know for no reason. Same thing they right. do with uh, Trump. You know, when Trump talks about you know the criminals that are coming through the border. Obviously, we know he's not talking about every person with dark skin. He's talking about how 30% of our federal prisons are full of illegal immigrants. So that means they're yep. doing hard, you know, they're doing hardcore crimes, and they're supposedly only, you know, maybe roughly, like I said before, maybe 3% of our population, but they're doing a third of everything. And so, yeah, maybe we do need to look at that issue and be honest about it. And we also need to look at the, you know, tying it into the anti-Semitism globalist, um, you know, rhetoric they're saying now. It's the same thing they're doing with, you know, um, Islamophobe or homophobe or whatever. You know, if you're saying if, if there's an issue with a, a group, you know, you're not allowed to point it out. And so there are obviously there are uh, Zionist Jews who aren't just nationalists, but they're supremacists. They're people who want to put other countries down um, in favor of their own. That's not what true nationalism is. Nationalism in America is wanting to promote your country, not at the cost of every other country, but working hard and helping others if you can, but focusing on your own house, your own family, basically. And so, you know, when when you have all of this, you know, the Federal Reserve and you have all these banks and you have all these companies that can, and, and all these uh, positions of power in America that are all being led by Jews, when Jews are only 2%, maybe 3% of the population, you have to scratch your head and be like, well, how and why are they in that position? And how are they keep getting grandfathered in? I'm not saying there's an overall conspiracy, but if they were all Chinese people, <laughs> if they were all Asians running our Federal Reserve, if they were all Asians running you know, our, our major corporations and legislators, and they were behind all these different things and they're donors to all these different people, you start scratching your head. But nobody is allowed to think, and it's just it's, it's what Alex Jones always warns about, the incremental uh, attacks on your liberties, whether it's gun rights or it's your freedom of speech or it's your freedom of thought. And when you do that, you're just chipping away and chipping away. And so it might not be your generation, it might not be our generation that isn't allowed to get guns, but our kids' generation, well, they're going to be, they're going to have some issues because now we're having red flag laws. And if somebody, you know, in your family that doesn't even live in, you know, um, the state you live in, they can call up and say that you're a hazard or a friend or ex-girlfriend or whatever, and they can get your guns taken away. And so you know, they're going to kick your door in if you don't let them in. They're going to shoot your dog. <laughs> they're going to take your guns. They're going to say, this is for your safety. Don't worry. You know, we're the good guys. And, you know, if it's for five minutes they have your guns or it's for five years, it's still too long. And, you know, it's the incremental attack on your liberty that people really need to look out for. And people are too afraid to talk nowadays because they don't want to be labeled a racist. And, you know, even with Obama, you know, I'm, I'm 25. And I've been listening to you guys since I was like maybe 11 or 12. <laughs> And, you know, I was one of the only people in, in my, you know, in my kind of grade that was anti-Obama. And everybody mm. thought it was because I was racist. I'm like, no, I just don't like how un-American he is. Literally, 
not American, but you know how you know unconstitutional he is and how authoritarian and, and communism he you know he pushes. And, right, right. You know, no, that's, and, that's, and that's an issue. Yeah, and that is exactly the danger: is it prevents valid discussion about the issues that we're talking yeah. about. And so, and, and it's like, uh, yeah, it's it's the it's the same thing. It's like you know. Jonathan, when Jonathan Greenblatt says, you know, well, let's use the banks and the big tech companies to shut down speech that we don't like. I'm like, all right, right. well, that sounds awful fascist to me. And as a, a libertarian <laughs> whose ideology is literally the exact opposite of that, the exact opposite of coercive control, the exact opposite of using the power that you have to shut down the freedoms of other people, I'm against that. And then you have people going, oh, it's because he's Jewish. And it's like, no. No, I, I'm not going to, A, not talk about it because yours, I'm not going to talk about it. Cause I'm talking about it because what he's advocating doing. And it, it's right. just, it, it confuses the entire issue. It, you, can't, you can't talk about anything bad that's happening being done by people because they're either protected by their status or they're not protected by their status or they're white, they're black. It's like, I, I advocate a policy I like to refer to as extreme de-racialism. I literally think it yeah. should be a law that you should not be able to like discuss race in terms of like hiring practices or uh, like any of this stuff. I think it should be literally illegal to just discuss that at all, even in like certain things like statistics, because, you know, you, you take away the race thing and you find that, oh, look, you know, these neighborhoods are clustered with with violence and what's going on there. And uh, what are the what are the causes of the violence? How do we go? You know, how far do we go back? Can we can we find the corruption somewhere? Can we find where we went off the rails? And of course, it's complicated because we do have a history in this country of racial discrimination that was encoded in law and you can't put that off to the side. And so uh, there is like there is validity in discussing race in certain issues and uh, especially in certain ways where they go, look, these people have been targeted because they're black. And so let's let's take that out of the equation and let's say let's not target anybody in any, any positive or negative. Uh, and, and we can still look back into our history and say we see the 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 past that we have. We see that there was, you know, coercive uh, uh, Jim Crow laws and all these sorts of things. We aren't saying, oh, ignore that. And, and, oh, it's, you know, something that we can just throw off to the side. No, we need to have a clear eyes. We need to know the facts about everything, even if it's uncomfortable or whatever, even if it's not approved of by the MSM, you know, the, the, the Sun Tzu, and this isn't quite an appropriate quote, but, um, you know, the term is, is, uh, you can't win if you don't know your enemies and know yourself. And it's about having right. a full spectrum of knowledge and not having certain knowledge hidden from you because it's inconvenient because then you cannot solve the problem. It's like uh, it's like we have to we have to figure out exactly what's going on. And the funny thing is, I mean, when you, when you talk about uh, about uh, the, the black population and if you can generalize at all, I found in my personal experience like uh, black people I talk to are way more aware of what's going on than any other people. I mean, you talk about what the the black population in America has been through, everything from MLK being threatened, you know, you better commit suicide by the FBI and uh, just all this sort of stuff. And it's like they know that they're growing up with that. They're aware that like the government does shady stuff, sometimes based on race, and they're doing it to, to keep people down keep these people down for this reason. These people keep, uh, keep these people down for this reason. It's like, we're on your side. We want everybody to be totally free. We want everybody to be able to enjoy America without taking advantage of or tearing down anybody else. Uh, it, it's, it's important, but it's a sensitive topic and it's, it's hard to even 
discuss the topic without uh, uh, without feeling like you're stepping on somebody's toes. But we love everybody. We want everybody to be happy and we want to get to a point that we don't have to discuss race, that we, we don't have to talk about that. We can just talk about these are the these are the bad people doing because they do bad things. These are the good people because they love liberty in America and love everybody else. Thanks for the call. Ryan in Florida. I expect angry emails because I, I didn't express myself perfectly well. But, you know, I think I just try to be real here in front of you and, and talk about the the discussions that we have in mainstream media. And, my God, they're obsessed with race. So we have to talk about it sometimes. It's uncomfortable. You've been spreading the word. You've been praying. You've been supporting this transmission. You've been buying products from us. So it's the one-year anniversary. It's store-wide, ladies and gentlemen. Free shipping. It's double Patriot points on your next order. And it's 50 to 60% off. Store-wide free shipping. 50 to 60% off. Double Patriot points. And there's a bunch of other big specials on storable food. anniversary sale at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWarsLife.com takes you right to the site. And you can find all the great products there and try them for yourself. And again, Sign up for auto ship and an additional 10% off. It is such a revolutionary act to keep this broadcast on air. It is such a revolutionary act every time you put a bumper sticker on your car or paint Infowars.com on the side of your barn. Every time you stand up to leftist bullies, every time you tell the truth, every time you keep this symbol of free speech and pro-human values alive, the enemy comes one step closer to their system falling. We have pushed them into overreaching and showing their hand. And now we've got a fighting chance, if we all take action, of defeating the globalist. Stay with us. We'll be right back. But please take advantage of the sale. What you have witnessed is the biggest development in free speech in the Western world's history. This is a digital AI-enforced gag order. Not to say the name Alex Jones or Infowars.com. This is Nazi Germany level. This is racketeering. This is cartels. Mr. President, we need your help. We need it now. You can take on big tech. They saw InfoWars as a dominant, independent, anti-war, pro-human, pro-sovereign, pro-family, populist organization. So they thought, first they come for Alex Jones. Then when people say, okay, take him off the air, everyone else like dominoes would fall. The way to fight back is to support InfoWars now more than ever and make it a standard of freedom and free speech. Understand that they believe they can take us down, they'll take everybody else down.